In today's episode of Talk Commerce, we speak with Constance Cradle. She is the Senior Developer Relations Manager with Big Commerce. Constance came from Microsoft and has been helping build a bigger community of developers on Big Commerce. It's not just developer, 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 like Steve Ballmer used to say. There's lots of fun things in store with Big Commerce, and this episode gives you a taste of what is to come. If you're a developer, project manager, or even a merchant, lots of good things are happening at Big Commerce. Talk Commerce is sponsored by Haifa, or as the Europeans say, Hufa, or the right way to say it. Hufa is rapidly becoming the biggest Magento front end after Luma. For those who don't know it, Luma is the basic theme that comes with Magento, and it is giantly slow. If you're looking for a template-based front-end with the fastest loading times in the e-commerce industry while saving costs on development time and hosting infrastructure, Hufa is your best option. Everybody loves a fast site, including Google. Improve your Google ranking and conversion rates and make your customers happy. Learn more at hyva.io. That's hyva.io. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, Talk Commerce. Welcome to this special Big Commerce episode of Talk Commerce. And I today I have Constance Kratel. Constance is the... Senior Developer Relations Manager with Big Commerce. Constance, please introduce yourself, do a better job than I did. Maybe tell us your day-to-day role and one of your passions in life. So I think you did a really great job, Brent, actually, but I can add some more information. So yes, I'm Constance. I'm actually right now located in Germany where I flew in yesterday. I'm originally from Germany and I'm visiting my family. Uh, as Brent was saying, I'm a senior developer relations manager with Big Commerce, and I love working for the company. I joined Big Commerce only five months ago, but I've learned so much that I feel like I've been there really for years. Um, this I have behind me really more than 20 years now in the software industry, and I got my start at Microsoft, uh, localizing software and working as a programmer writer. And my passion always was working with customers, making customers happy, helping them bridge the gap and really grow as developers. So I also got into developer relations at Microsoft. And it's really, really my great passion to get the customers happy and just see it click and then creating these communities where customers and developers help each other. That's great. Thank you for that. Um, I did pre-warn you that uh, before we go into our talk that I'm going to uh, do the free joke project. I'm going to tell you a joke, and all you have to do is tell me if you think that joke should remain free or do you think we could start charging for it, maybe behind a paywall. So maybe it's open SaaS or it's something like Microsoft where they don't let anything go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Okay. I accidentally drank a bottle of invisible ink last night. I'm in the hospital now, waiting to be seen. <laughs> See? I laughed. No, that's actually really good. I like <laughs> that right. one. I think you could charge it. You know? Oh, wow. Okay. Thank it's you. It's not an you... open source joke. Really? All right. 
it's sort of one of those invisible jokes that lies around underneath the surface. Yeah, I think it's it's good. And believe me, I'm often, like you said, with uh, your German audiences, I don't always laugh, but you actually did get me to laugh. <laughs> good, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's jump right in. Let's talk about uh, big commerce. Um, I'm interested to know um, my experience, and I started as a .NET developer before that ASP. So I started in the Microsoft realm. Oh, wow, you did. And, yeah. So um, and w- when I was writing stuff in ASP and then .NET when that came out, there was no concept, at least to me, about open source. And yes. I like the fact that big commerce is focused on open SaaS and helping and allowing developers to work on their code. Do you see a difference going from Microsoft to big commerce in the, in just the sense of openness? Yes, definitely. So Microsoft, uh, I actually think worked for one of the first so-called open source project, even though it wasn't like a GitHub type of open source at Microsoft, I worked for Windows Embedded. And back then, um, this was in the early 2000s, I actually did decide to open their source code. Me being part of the writing team, we actually had to look at it. We had an editor look at the comments because not all the comments were so clean. However, Microsoft never fully advertised that. They did it to do justice, but it wasn't advertised. Yes, and Microsoft, of course, that there's a difference in many ways. Microsoft had a big community. Uh, they definitely tended to it. They had the MVP program, for example, like they had an ASP MVP, they had an embedded MVP. And yes, they took care of them, but it definitely was not open. Anything was per invitation only. Of course, working for a developer relations community program, we did get a lot of company wide support, but a lot of it also was very much company sponsored. And sometimes I felt like it was all too much tied to the official MVP program and was not an organically created program. If that makes sense at big commerce, uh, I've only learned that in my very first month there, the emphasis on open source projects. Yes. And we do want to encourage the community to contribute contribute to these projects. We have a a lot of them. I'm actually going to, that's one of my objectives for the new year to really audit all of them and list them and work with our developer advocates to make sure the community actually knows about them and also finding out how many people fork it. So there's a big, big emphasis on taking those projects and emphasizing them. And of course, it's a different time now. There's GitHub and just a different world from .NET and ASP. Yeah, the ironic part is GitHub is now is also a Microsoft product. <laughs> isn't that isn't that the irony? I couldn't agree more. I know. But um, I've never imagined that. <laughs> yeah, who could have, right? And yeah. we all thought that they'd ruin it, but they've left it alone and it's I think I love GitHub. It's a great product. I love it too. Yes, and you're right. They have they have not ruined it. <laughs> Yes, it's sometimes uh, I've worked uh, with teams before in the past where GitHub seems so daunting. And it is at first, um, I remember having merge conflicts and all these things in the past when I started and thinking, oh my gosh. But then once you get into it, it's really cool. And they have so many tools now like Git Kraken. I attended like one of their conferences a couple of weeks ago. Really awesome. 
so agree. Yeah. So as a as a developer, I think GitHub has made it easier to uh, easier to participate in open source projects. And as a as a software writer, or even I think as a peripheral, um, if you wanted to write an app or in a module, and you want you would like to have everybody chip in on it, it makes a great place to collaborate and work. And hackathons are even a great uh, opportunity for GitHub. Absolutely. We use them here at BigCommerce. Uh, I'm sure you're aware of it, uh, that we just completed, well, it's actually already been a couple of months, our first big real hackathon at BigCommerce called the Big Hackathon. Uh, that was one of the first major projects that my team uh, started as well. When I started, they launched the Big Hackathon, and we had some really awesome contributions, and a lot of that was done through GitHub. And super exciting, super exciting project. And we got to meet the winner. We met him in person at our partner summit here in Austin, uh, hung out with him, really learned, it helped so much to understand the uh, one of the developer audiences. We have, you know, multiple um, developer profiles. Uh, well, a developer is not a developer. I don't know if you know the Steve Ballmer videos, developers, developers, developers. <laughs> um, that's not what it's like. Right. At e-commerce. Um, when you think of relations, uh, relationships with other developers, how do you see developer relations and what does that mean to you? To me, developer relations really means uh, letting the developers know that they have a place where they can go to. And it's not like doing a support call, but really building up these relationships. And it's not only because between us at BigCommerce and uh, the developers, but also fostering relationships between the developers so that they can help each other exchange experiences and uh, really know you're not the only one and we want to help you get going, get across the critical um, part of getting started and be successful. And do you think that um, Big Commerce is enabling you as a relationship manager to better reach out to developers? Is there tools that you're using that are that are you're able to better uh, grow that community? Yes, and we are really just now starting to do a major, major investment. We've, uh, from what I learned, Big Commerce uh, has invested in developer communities before, but uh, especially for next year, 2023, it's a huge emphasis. And we're looking at all the new tools evaluating. We're currently looking at a tool called Common Room as a community moderating tool. And it looks very, very promising for us that we are most likely going to adopt it. Then of course, there are tools like Slack and the other free tools to, uh, we use Discord at the hackathon. We were very, very happy with using Discord, which I personally, I only knew from my 10-year-old hacker gamer son who uses Discord, but developers love that. So yes, those kind of community tools are really great. I didn't have them back then when I worked at Microsoft. Then of course, GitHub, uh, that's a good tool as well uh, to communicate through GitHub. I like that. And uh, even just for managing everything, a, great, a lot of great internal tools for project management, uh, things like Miro, for example, that are really helpful for us. Do you think that the role you're playing is a big differentiator 
for big commerce compared to other SaaS uh, e-commerce platforms? I do believe that. Yes, I really hope so. And I really hope uh, since I've come to big commerce that I can grow this role even more. I want it to be the real differentiator very much so in addition to the content that we offer to the interactions i would love for people to choose big commerce also partially because of our developer relations and developer experience program it's still a way to go for us i understand that but we're starting to tackle it um i know that some of the other communities uh, that are that have been successful in the past um fostered champions to help promote more regionalized um, areas and developer mm -hmm. communities. Do you have plans around anything like that? Yes, we would like to do that. We're looking, for example, at India is a specific region where our marketing team is now involved in. So we're looking at that region. Of course, we also want to have a better presence in EMEA. Uh, I'd like to actually even, if I have time, I'd like to scout it out even now as I am in EMEA. So yes, definitely. And then, of course, they're also talking, Big Commerce is pretty big in the Australia uh, area. So definitely those are our plans. We just have to work it out. So we're definitely not US centric. Um, the, 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 the event you did earlier was virtual. Yes. <clears throat> and then I know also Space 48 did a big DevX event. Mm -hmm. Is there plans this next year to do an in-person event for developers? We would love to do that, yes. We would actually really like to have an official big commerce developers conference. Yeah, you know, like working at Microsoft, we had our events calendar, we had conferences like Tech Ed or Build or something. We want to have a conference like that too. We just have to determine where it's going to be, if it's going to be in Austin or if there are other locations or maybe possibly multiple locations to support the different locales. Because our hackathon has shown us that we had participants from all over the place. Uh, only maybe um, a fourth was actually from the U.S. Yeah, I think the the fun part now is that because because of the pandemic, virtual has become such a big thing that mm -hmm. the idea that you can have a virtual plus an in person at the same time is is the way that a lot of these events are going, and you can help you can have other people from other parts of the world participate in your event, even if you have, say, 100 people doing it in person. Exactly. So it's kind of the hybrid model. I absolutely love that idea. So yes, we definitely want to do that. We would want to do it for development. We're also looking at things uh, like working on GraphQL training um, to help developers internally and externally definitely looking also at new hackathons, open source uh, partnerships. So yes, definitely uh, in our planning for Q1 of next year and the rest of 2023. When it comes to solving problems on big commerce, what, what excites Constance? What, what excites you about being a developer and solving problems? I am going to be really excited about solving problems, for example, for, for multiple locales. I think that will be really, really cool uh, because I myself as a consumer 
uh, have often uh, used uh, commerce sites that span multiple locales. So just solving these specific uh, customer problems and customer scenarios that not, are not necessarily the uh, expected one, but kind of special cases, <laughs> edge scenario, so-called, I think that's very, very exciting. Also, I'm very excited about the headless space, trying to learn more about that. <laughs> so yeah, I know that uh, uh, Big Commerce launched multiple storefronts in March, and that was that was a really big deal for Big Commerce, and that really yes. opens up the doors to doing multi-region, multi-language, all on the same store, even yes. multiple URLs. Yes, really excited, very excited about that, the multi-region. I think that will be just an awesome opportunity. So for you, the planning into the future, what, what do you have? What, is, what, what do you have that, that's coming up that you can tell us about and maybe some things that, that, are, that are sort of in the planning stages that you could tease us about? So definitely look forward to some great changing changes coming in the developer center. We want to make a real, real interactive developer center with lots of sample codes, good playgrounds, a scenario-based content, the ability to interact with our developer advocates. I'd also like to, back in my mind, think of some community-involved series of webinars or broadcasts or something. I did that at Microsoft long time ago, 24 hours of Windows Mobile, and that was hugely popular. I'd like to get some community involved, either videos, webinars, what have you not. I think that would be really cool. And of course, in person, we will be at a lot more events. So definitely, definitely that. Lots more hackathons and collaborations that are in the works. Are you familiar with the unconference concept? Uh, I've done it before at other companies. Yes, I worked at Rackspace, and they've had unconferences. Yeah, I think unconference would be such a fun thing with um, with big commerce. Big com yes. big commerce. I know the biggest unconference in the world is actually in Minneapolis, and it's no hosted way. at Best Buy. Um, really. There's 15 consecutive tracks that last all day, and there's about 2,000 people that attend. That would be super exciting. So I would encourage you. There's a big tech community here in Minneapolis, um, probably not as big as Austin, but it's about 12,000 people in Ministar. And Ministar hosts something called uh, Bar Bar Camp, I think it's called, or something like that. I can't remember the name right now. Anyway, so but Best Buy hosts it, and so... You get to go to the campus and they open up, you know, 15 of their conference rooms and whatever talk you put in, you know, it gets voted on and people get to choose. How nice is that? I would love, uh, I definitely want to put this, actually, I have this big event list. I'd love for us to consider this and have submissions and our developer advocates are very eager to submit. Yes, definitely want to put that in the book. So I have to ask you for the details. Absolutely. So on my wonderful events spreadsheet. That would be super cool. I agree. Um, as you're looking into the future, what sort of advice would you give a developer to just get started on big commerce? I would uh, tell the developer, 
don't give up, uh, persevere, and do not be afraid to look for help. Join the communities, join the Slack communities, reach out to us. Uh, join uh, our developer advocates. They have Twitter spaces, they have community uh, spaces, and do not be shy to ask. Don't uh, let some problem uh, discourage you. Persevere and ask for help. That's great. Um, so as I close out the broadcast, uh, I always give a, uh, our guests a chance to do a shameless plug. What would you like to plug today? So I will definitely uh, plug a new hackathon that's coming up hopefully in the spring. And uh, we will announce more details and we would definitely love to have participants come and join us. And hopefully we can make some of this in person, possibly in Austin, I would think. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Minnesota, so I always look for reasons to leave Minnesota in January and February. Exactly. <laughs> I know what you mean. Oh, yes. And Austin is wonderful in January. You would love it. So, right. yes, we will accommodate. We will definitely try to accommodate your wish. <laughs> Thank you. Constance Cradle, the... Um, I'm, I'm going to get this right. The Senior Developer Relations Manager at Big Commerce. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much, Brent. I really, really enjoy talking with you. Thank you for making it to the end of this episode of Talk Commerce. Please rate this episode wherever you download your podcasts. We are actively looking for people to participate in the free joke project. Go to talk-commerce.com and sign up for your free spot on the free joke project. If you are a business, I will do a 30-second elevator pitch in the spot to help promote your business. That's talk-commerce.com.